Sage Cohen tells the Arctic Entries audience of her nearly spoiled bicycling adventure through China. She has with her two traveling companions, both male American football players, and a helpful English to Chinese phrase book. Her tale begins with a train ride. I checked my bike that night, like I, or the night before, like I was told to, and then we met up in the morning in the third class compartment. The tour book said to get out in Turfan, which is the last stop before Urumqi at the end of the line. It was the most beautiful desert sunrise. We get out on the station, and I know that I need to go find the baggage car and get my bicycle, because the trains don't stay in the station very long. But I couldn't find the baggage car, which meant there was no bicycle, and after just a few minutes, there was no train. There's me, the Panniers, my phrase book, and my football players, but that's about it. Well, I looked around and I saw some workers on the, on the dirt track, and I said something like, which is what I thought bicycle was, according to my phrase book, but they weren't paying me any attention. And I thought, okay, oh look, there is one of those light blue 50-pound Chinese steel utility tricycles. I said, fine, if you're not going to give me my bicycle, I'll just take yours. And I put my panniers in the little basket, and I started riding away, thinking, for sure I'm not going to cross a 15,000-foot pass in this thing, but at least I got the worker's attention. I got off the bike, and they led me into the Quonset hut, which was the train station. With the phrase book, we figured out, Mingqiang, tomorrow. Your bicycle will be here tomorrow. Well, fine, I said, then I'm going to stay here till tomorrow, too. And I got my tent out and started to set it up in the station. And they tried to pull it away, and so I laid on it, and they tried to drag me away. So I rolled off onto the cement, folded my arms, and I looked up and just kind of channeling Gandhi. It's like, I'm not leaving here without my bicycle. Well, a series of people come by, and they're peering over me wagging their finger and trying to scold me or pleading with me or sweet-talking me or doing this, which I found out means the authorities are coming, the police are coming. Um, in the end, it was the station master who came, and he spoke really good English. So I got up, and I showed him respect, and he was super polite and apologetic, and he said, tomorrow. Your bike will come tomorrow. Well, the two of us walked out of the station, and the football players were still standing there not knowing what else to do with my panniers, you know, an hour later. I don't know what they thought about me stealing the bike and doing my nonviolent demonstration or whatever, but definitely they were really psyched when I said, we are now the guests of the station master at the railway hotel. He led us across the street to a really beautiful room, three double poster beds, spittoons in every corner, and then he helped us find the, um, a guide and a driver because we were in turf on to go do the touristy things. That night, I went in early and stayed in the room, and the guys went across the street to a restaurant to get some drinks. I'm sound asleep, and then there's like, Sage, Sage, open up, let me in. And it turned out, because I told them I had to go to the bathroom, so they let me go. But we've been under house arrest for the past three hours. We need your help. Get your phrase book, come on. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm, my two football players are in trouble with the Chinese police, and I'm supposed to rescue them. So I found out what had happened is when they went for their drinks, they paid for their beers, but then they were set up 
two local women came and sat at the table and the waiter tried to bring over some expensive champagne and candy and whatnot, which they were refusing. And then finally, they're presented with a $200 bill. And they're like, okay, on three. And they got up and did their offensive guard. I looked that up. And they're plowing through the restaurant across the street. They each had two Chinese guys hanging on their arms. And they made it as far as the hotel lobby when they were under arrest and he went and got me. So I got downstairs and eventually the price went down to $20. And they were just happy to pay it. They, everybody wanted to get out of there. Um, so I pull out my little notepad and I said, you know, let me get your name and number. Let me see your badge to the police people. Uh, but I couldn't make out the Chinese. So instead... Sage reaches into her fanny pack and pulls out a small digital camera. I shot them. <laughs> and you know what? The flash cleared the mob very quickly. No money was exchanged. We got a few hours sleep because the next day at dawn, we needed to... Uh, be at the train station and get the hell out of that town. Um, I was impressed. The station master was there, and he was right there. And he was very apologetic, just like the day before. So I'm very sorry your bicycle isn't here today. Tomorrow. He said, you all go on to Urumqi. I guess he heard what had happened that night. And um, I will send the bike down the line when it comes. So we did our tourist things in Urumqi and uh, bought our bus tickets for a cash car. And every day, I checked in at the station. On the fifth day, we were going to get on that bus in the afternoon. Um, well, there it was. After the uh, broken spokes were replaced, the wheel was chewed, and the brakes were adjusted, it actually worked just fine, and nothing lost, and the only thing gained was the story about how I rescued the American football players and shot the Chinese police. Thank you. <laughs>